Welcome to the show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Let's do the birthday list for today. Philip Sweet turns 47 years old. He sings Boondocks because he is in Little Big Town. Here you go. By the way, we never do birthdays to start off a show. <laughs> we never do birthdays, really. We're like the local news right now. Well, yeah. Actually, back in the day, we used to. Back in the day, yeah. until I was like, we don't want to be lame all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. We did. But there's a reason we're doing it today. Uh, Charlie Pride, rest in peace. He would have turned 83 today. The first African-American superstar in country music. He was inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame in 2000. He passed away last year. Would have been 83. Here you go. Good morning. Love her like the devil when you get back home. Adam Levine from Maroon 5 and The Voice is 42 years old. Here's Girls Like You. Comedian, actor. He's been in movies like Dan in Real Life, Mr. Brooks, Employee of the Month, My Best Friend's Girl. Dane Cook is 49 years old today. And finally... At five foot five. Six. Five foot six. A hundred <laughs> pounds. Yeah, again, so yeah. I, I know. We uh, don't know. It's fine. From Austin, Texas. Co-host of the Bobby Bone Show. Host of Four Things with Amy Brown. And the Outway Podcast. Wife and mom of two adopted kids from Haiti. 40 years old today. Amy! Hey! Happy birthday, Amy! Thanks, guys. 40, 40, 40, 40. I didn't know I had such awesome birthday company. I like that you went through that list. I'll have to message all those people. My birthday company isn't good on my birthday. Mine stinks. Really? You don't have anyone it's good? It's like Edgar Allan Poe's third cousin, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Amy's got Philip Sweet, Charlie Pride, Adam Levine, Dane Cook. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. What's, yeah. the, what's the plan today here on Thursday? I mean, today's kind of just low-key, which is what I wanted, and my husband was insisting we, like, do a little something, so we're just going to, I guess, eat and have some cake. I think my daughter sneakily baked me a cake. Like, she was baking a cake, but she acted like she was just baking, but then now all of a sudden the cake is, like, gone somewhere, and it's, (laughs) so I think she iced it and hit it. I don't know, so I I think we'll have a, a cake from her, which will be special, and then... The, the weekend, I'm going to go to Austin, which is where I was born and raised. Like, it's a nostalgic place for me. It's something, I think, for a milestone birthday like 40, I just wanted to feel like real, like home. So that's what I'm doing with, like, my best friend from high school and then my friend Mary and my sister. Just really intimate, simple girls weekend. We're doing our thing next week, though, right? Uh, yeah. Well, and then are, are you coming over for dinner? That's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. That's tonight. Oh, it is? Do you have plans? <laughs> I don't, right? Is it? I don't know. My husband planned this. It must be. This. It must it, be. Maybe, yeah. Oh, it is. Maybe the surprise is, is. that but it's But you like, were talking about it, and I was like, maybe my weeks are wrong. Well, yeah, because I don't know. He Because it just I feel in a better place about my birthday right now. It's fine. We'll figure it out. I don't know. I feel fine about... Bobby's I got making NCAA, all these... I got an NCAA draft tonight <laughs> at 8 o'clock. I got to do. Oh. You do. Well, I think it's early. You should be yeah, fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think that... I really just, I didn't want to make it a thing. And I felt really overwhelmed about my birthday about a week ago. 
and I just was like, I just want to go under a rock. Like, I don't want to do it. I just, uh. so this is what we've landed on, and I'm excited about it. And so, yeah, tonight will be low-key. Don't worry. I think dinner's like at five. Love it. You're good. <laughs> it's right. easy. So, I don't know, but my husband's probably the one that gave you the details. I would have been there anyway. Okay. Let's go over and open up the mailbag. Bobby's Mailbag. Good morning, Bobby Bones. My name is Mac. I'm 35 and recently single after being married for five years. I have no kids, and my 19-year-old niece is like a daughter to me. Anyway, she's in school to be a hairdresser, and I'm sure she'll be great at it when she's done. She has these little hair mannequins that she practices on, and to be honest, their haircuts do not look very good. No. Oh, no. Well, now she wants to practice on me. She keeps begging to give me a haircut, and as much as I love her, I really don't want her to destroy my hair. I keep blowing her off. How do I tell her that I really don't want her to cut my hair without destroying her confidence? Signed, Mac. It's a tough one. Because you want to be supportive, especially if it's somebody in your life that you love that's younger than you. How would you do that, Amy? Oh, man. This this is horrible because I am very particular. I love my hair person. So maybe just use that as an excuse. Like, hey, I already have a hair person. I would feel awful if she found out I went to somebody else. (laughs) Because I would. Honestly, that's a a hard thing when you've got a hair person. uh, That's the route I would have to go. I don't want to hurt my hair person's feelings. (laughs) Well, Mac... I think you bite the bullet and let her cut your hair. Oh, you, Bobby, you're crazy. Okay, that's, of course, this is a, coming from a guy who you cut your hair, it grows back in a few days. But no it's, he's a guy. guy. Mac's yeah. a guy. Oh, I thought you said Mac. Oh, I know Mac. a girl that's a Mac. Okay, got it. I was oh. picturing a woman like the whole time. Maybe it's Mac as in McKinsey. Yes. It's got to be Mac. As my, my, Mike, is it a guy or a girl? It's a guy. It's a guy. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. Sorry, my daughter's BFF from school is named Mac. Yeah. So, well, okay. I have a friend. It's him and cheese. <laughs> Mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, her real name's McKenzie. Calm down. But, okay, for a guy, go for it. Who cares? Yeah. Hey. But a girl, no way. I'm not doing it. Okay, so if it's a girl, no chance. Not a chance. If you're really scared, Mac, I would say, hey, look, I see your mannequins. I don't think you're quite there yet, but you're almost there. A little more work, and you can have it. Mm-hmm. He's uncle of the year if he lets her practice on real life, his real life hair. Especially if you have short hair, Mac, bite the bullet, let her cut your hair. Yeah. It, it can only be so bad. If they met, if he met, if you have like long hair, you, like I have a perm or something, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, Mac. I don't know what your deal is. But I think we all agree to let her cut his hair, right? Yep. Eddie? Totally. I mean, that's what hats are for. Like, if she messes up, you know, can just cut it really short, put a hat on, and it'll grow back in a few months. Lunchbox? No, you don't let... Th- oh. Listen, if someone's bad at something, you don't let them do it. Like, if someone's bad at singing, you don't say, hey, go try out for American Idol. You got to tell them the truth. Like, yo, you need more practice. You're not there yet. Not good enough. But it could be good. Like, what if she cuts it? And it's like, wow, it's impressive, actually. I had a cousin who was... And she's a nurse now. But as she was studying to be a nurse... And I felt like I needed help her. She needed volunteers because they take blood from different parts of your body. If your oh. arms don't work, they have to take it from your fist Ugh. with needles. Oh, man. Oh. And she was like, hey, can I take some blood from your hand? And I said, no. And that was it. <laughs> okay, good. I didn't let her at all. Because all right. I was not having that. But I think it's just your hair. Mac, suck it up. Let her cut your hair. Send us a picture when she's done. We'd love it. Send it to the same email address you sent them, the mailbag letter. Morgan, if they want to reach out, how do they get a hold of us? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. All right, there it is. Close it up. And that was Bobby's Mailbag. 
We're bringing back our segment, Eddie the Dad. And usually, before we start, we play this clip right here. Those are your two sons. <laughs> Crazy, yes. How long ago did you make that clip? I'd say it's about, probably about five years ago. And so we kind of put the segment away, which is weird because now you have four kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Busy house. So you have the same two kids re-singing the jingle. Correct. So I wanted to redo this one with just the first two. Okay, here you go. Eddie the Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, guys, a little more energy. But it's funny because like he's a teenager now, so he's like, Eddie the Dad. All right, play the old one again. <laughs> And then play the new one. <laughs> hey, life just takes a toll and on people. And that's a fake laugh, too. <laughs> of course He's just faking the laugh. Of course. But now you've made a real, real one. Yes. Yeah, so I'm like, all right, all the kids in. We're going to have fun with this. Let's go. So this is your two sons and your two foster sons. Yes, even right. the babies in there. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and they tickled the baby at the end. I'm like, nice. Good job, boys. Okay, so that's the new one. <laughs> that's the new one. Okay, so what's happening over in your life? So kind of crazy, you know, like I, I I, sometimes just don't think that they understand daddy's on the radio and what I do is cool. So I had to kind of put matters in my own hands and say like, look, I want to show you guys the cool people I get to meet at work all the time. So I go through my Instagram and start showing them pictures of like George Strait and like, you know, Dolly and Taylor. And they're like, cool, cool cool. And then I, I, I go by the picture of me and Shaggy, because when Shaggy came in here, and they're like, is that, like, Shaggy Shaggy? Like the, like, it wasn't me. And I'm like, yeah, how do you get, they're like, we love that song. I'm like, what? The, out of all the people I've met, Shaggy's the one you freak out about. They're like, this is so cool, Dad, you met Shaggy. To be fair, when he came in the studio and played, it was really cool. It was really cool. But I'm like, I've met a lot of cool people, guys. And Shaggy's the one they freak out about? Pretty weird to me. I just remember that guy coming in, and he's like, hey, man, how's it going? I was like, good, man. And he's like, all right, I'm going to do a little song. I'm like, yeah, cool, let's sing it up. And he's like, all right, here we go. And then all of a sudden, he starts singing. He's like, Mr. Marza. Yeah. He just changes his voice completely. And I told him that story, too. I'm like, he doesn't talk like that, guys. Like, he even said when he came on this show that he was driving his car, and he just started singing like that. And he was like, ooh, that kind of sounds cool. I can start doing that. And now that's his voice. Here's some of Shaggy playing on our show. Do we know what year this was? I have no idea. 2000, I'm going to guess 2015, if I'm looking back. Yeah, because I had scrolled down way down on that Instagram before I saw Shaggy. What is it? 2015. 2015. Yeah. All right, here is Shaggy on our show. Go ahead. Shaggy here. No, this one that can't tell me nice and decent girls. Yeah. Yo, treat them like diamonds and pearls. Dedicate to all the lovely, lovely, lovely ladies around the world. Nashville. Hey. No, this is Shaggy. Yeah, a real fun. Romantic, fantastic. <laughs> Some guy, <I'm> a bombastic. <laughs> I want to say, come now. Girl, you're my angel, you're my darling angel. I got my choir this morning Girl, sit my peeps, you are to me, baby Sound like a drunk choir, but it's a choir you're my angel, you're my darling angel Come on! Girl, you're my friend when I'm in need, lady 
fist one big party when you're still young But who's gonna have your back when it's all done It's all good when you live for your pure fun Can't be a fool son, what about the long run Looking back shorty, always a mention Say me not giving her much attention She was there to my incarceration I wanna show the nation my appreciation Girl, you're my angel. Awesome, you're my the drunk choir comes back in again <laughs> I forgot we sang on me that. Me too. What a yeah. fun memory. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. I, how do we for that? To me, that's so fun and cool. And I would have, if you asked me that we did that, I wouldn't remember. I remember we came in, but I don't remember singing. One more time. Right Turn it up here. Singing this is this morning. You're a queen and that's how you should be treated. So you never get the loving that you needed. Could have left, but I call and you heeded. Begged and I pleaded, mission completed. And I said that I and I this the program. I'm not the type to mess around with your emotion. The feeling that I have for you is so strong. Been together so long and this could never be wrong. That's fun, man. And you know, guests are so cool like to do, like he's basically doing karaoke for us. <laughs> and letting us sing with and him. He's yeah. cool with it. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a good memory. I'm glad you brought yeah, that up. Yeah. There you go with the new jingle. <laughs> The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Hunter Hayes released a new song called If You Change Your Mind. If you see the signs and you want everyone, see how much we shine. I know you swore you'd never, but if you change your mind. Garth Brooks hinted on his recent Inside Studio G series that new music from his alter ego, Chris Gaines, is coming. You're going to have it in every format you can possibly imagine. It's coming. Uh-oh. Even Whoa. in vinyl. Okay. And Autumn, you're going to have Chris Gaines stuff nobody's ever heard before either. It's all coming. So, But the Chris Gaines thing, you just got to handle it with kid gloves and put it together. Blake Shelton is celebrating the 20th anniversary of his debut single, Austin, with a special vinyl release. You can get it on April 16th through his website. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Sam Bregman is a teenager in Arizona, and for Christmas, he bought a child in need a brand new pair of shoes. And he saw the excitement on the kid's face. He's like, I want to do more. So he partnered with a nonprofit, Shoes That Fit, and they raised $15,000, and everyone at the school got a brand new pair of shoes and five pairs of socks. Kid's a teenager doing that. Yeah, that's awesome. Not like some old rich guy. That's a pretty cool story. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Dyersburg, Tennessee. A 20-year-old man walked into a gas station. He stole a pack of cigarettes, and he's walking out, and the shop clerk starts chasing him and says, Hey, man, don't move. I got a gun. Takes the cigarettes back, the guy's debit card, and his cell phone. So the guy waved down cops, and they both got arrested. Oh, dang. He robbed the robber and got arrested? He robbed the robber because he took his cell phone, his debit card, and he took the pack of cigarettes back. Oh, man. That's an interesting (laughs) twist I wasn't expecting. No idea. Okay. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. On the Bobby Bones Show now. The front men of country. I got to tell you guys, when I heard you guys had created a super group, I was like, I I hit my producer. I said, we have to get them in immediately. So let me introduce you guys. First of all, from Lone Star, Richie McDonald. Good to see you, Richie. Thank you. 
Great to be here. From Little Texas, Tim Rushlow. Tim, what's up, buddy? And Larry Stewart from Restless Heart. What up, Larry? Yeah. Yeah. How you doing? Well, Larry, let me start with you. How did this come together? Oh, well, it uh, short. uh, Came together really sort of part-time almost 10 years ago. And um, it was his idea. And uh, we ended up going, putting the three of us together and going overseas and playing for the troops for quite a few trips. And, uh, and we would just do a few shows here and there, a handful, a couple handfuls a year. And um, then here we are. Huh, let's do something different, guys. Well, and there's such a demand for 90s country. I would I would pay money. I'm not I'm not paying you today. Don't get any. Ideas. <laughs> <laughs> what? But Richie, I would pay money to watch this this group, and you guys had to see that too. Like you can go out and play all your hits, but also play like basically a whole generation. You know, with you three massive bands, so 30 million records all together. Like that had to be a part of it too. Like we could really go out and, and really entertain a lot of people because of such a demand. Absolutely, and, and we're hoping that's what happens. You know, uh, it's such a great era for music. Uh, just uh, the story storytelling songs and you know the the m- melodic you know the music of the songs um we're excited about this just the three of us and, and the thing is it's a it'll be an hour we'll pay, play an hour and a half we could probably play two or three hours and still not play all the hits tim when i think a little texas it's the i i think of the video for god bless texas because i was <laughs> i don't know what year was that 90 90- 93. Okay, hang I, was, on, I get, think of the piece on. of paper my... stuck on his face. Do you <laughs> think of that? With the piece of paper? Oh, that's, I, that's not what I think. Up. I think about the girls because I was 13 <laughs> years old and I'm watching CMT and I'm like, there are really uh, voluptuous ladies in yeah. Texas bikinis. People always thought we were a big part of that. And in reality, we did the concert scene at South Fork Ranch. And everything else was shot without us. They, they took like three weeks and went around the whole state of Texas. And the cheerleaders, Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, all that stuff, we weren't there for all that. But it was fun to see it final, you, you know. You just killed a fantasy. God, you just <laughs> ruined <laughs> everything. I'm sorry, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I could be David Lee Roth for a minute. But. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, I know you guys have all been extremely generous with what you would do. So let's just call a few out. How about from, let's do up first, let's do When She Cries. Let's do a Restless Heart original. Yeah. Is that, is that cool? Can we start with that? Yeah. I'd love to. All right, here we go. I brought my piano player with my personal piano player with me over here. <laughs> Who, by Sings the way, a little, he is Richie a McDonald from Lone Star. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, the front minute country. Let's Woo! go. The road I have traveled on is paved with good intentions. It's littered with broken dreams that never quite came true. When all of my hopes were dying, her love kept me trying. She does her best to hide the pain that she's been through. When she cries, she cries at night. She doesn't think that I can hear her. She tries, she tries to, hide to hide all the fear she feels inside. So I pray, I pray this, time this time I can be the man that she deserves. Cause I die a little each time when she cries. 
Nice. The front yeah. man of country. Woo-hoo. So I'm assuming, and this could be an awkward question, are we cutting in thirds here? <laughs> you mean money wise? Yeah, 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 yeah. Are we all going in? <laughs> it's all Larry's. Oh, yeah. We are. We are. I'm the oldest. We, we are. We're the side guys. They, they haven't. Uh, we <laughs> haven't done a business plan yet. <laughs> We've already been in that with those bands, man. <laughs> did you guys ever tour together throughout the '90s, 2000s? Like, did did Lone Star and Little Texas, Wrestle? Did you guys ever end up on the same same bill ever? That's a great question. Restless Heart did a couple of shows with Lone Star. Two years ago. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I remember in the early 90s, we did a show opening for Russell's Heart in Oklahoma somewhere, and they were like hugeness, and we were starting, but we were just like, they were like the eagles to us, and we were just in awe. And the, I was hoping that they would, you know, be great, and they were better than that. They were like, it was stunning. We kind of realized at that point we had to go back to the drum board and get get better, which was a great thing. They were a huge influence. Were we nice? You were very kind. Good. Yeah, it was a good day for you. <laughs> it was all, good. All the, <laughs> all the front men from Lone Star, Little Texas, and Restless Heart are here. They're in a new band called the Front Men of Country. And Richie, I'm going to come over to you. You're okay. with Lone Star for 30 years. That's a whole lifetime. Um, I told my son, and he didn't like the way I put this, but I said, you know, in the twilight of my career, he goes, well, Dad, you're not in the twilight. I said, well, I'm not going to do this for 40 more years. I'm just telling you. But I don't know. This is just uh, a really exciting chapter to to get to w- sing with with these two guys. I gotta imagine when Amazed hits, because it wasn't just a massive country song. It became a massive. It was everywhere. It did. There were started to be like dance. Like you, you heard that too. Euro dance mixes of Amazed. <laughs> I was on my way home from Nashville one day, and I heard that mix, that dance mix to Amazed. I was like. Who authorized that? <laughs> <laughs> what What's the feeling whenever you cross over from being a country star to where the whole world is hearing your music that doesn't even know country music? Does it feel different? You know what? It really does. And I think the three of us have all had that song in our careers. But uh, it just opened a lot more doors. You know, you know, sitting from sitting in a, a listening room at RCA Records and BNA Records and, you know, getting songs pitched to you, that song pitched to us and going from the studio and then to watch it morph into what it did, you know, crossing over from country to pop to, you know, contemporary hot. I don't know all the different genres, but um, it's crazy. But it did it did allow us to do a lot more things, and and it widened the fan base. I'd say this is a song that I will never dare to sing karaoke <laughs> because it is so up there. You don't know. I don't. I can't even. Can't even like. Oh come on. No, I will not come on. You should. How, how in the world are you singing? How do you not blow out a voice singing this every night? I don't know. I just, uh, I guess I've been lucky over the years and tried to take care of my voice and uh, just gargle with whiskey and uh, tequila. <laughs> but uh, other than that, <laughs> you know. Just gargle? The front men of country are here. Um, let's do, let's do a, little, a little Lone Star here. Here is Amazed. Every time our eyes meet, this feeling inside me is almost more than I can take. Baby, when you touch me, I can feel how much you love me, and it just blows me away. I've never been this close to anyone or anything. I can hear your thoughts 
I can see your dreams I don't know how you do what you do I'm so in love with you It just keeps getting better I want to spend the rest of my life With you by my side I know. You, well, here's what you did. You did two things. One, <laughs> I, I know it's the only person chorus, but you took us to the last, the, you know, the last chorus. I had to. And you flexed it. They call it a flex when you jump back and you went, ah! <laughs> we, we saw you. You just prove it to us you still had it. You're just proving it to us. And then I like to, you, because I like how the song ends. You know, I'm glad he did that. Yes. Dang, that's so cool. Man. So you, I, uh, my wife listens every morning. She said, you need a, you need a, you're looking for a wedding singer. So I'm thinking... Listen, I will invite. There's three of them here. I will invite you guys to the wedding <laughs> <laughs> if you come up and play a couple songs. Dang, that's so. You guys are. That's just, again. I will pay money to go to this show. And again, I don't. Thanks. Listen, I'm in an industry and have a career that I have to pay to go to many shows. Honestly, but this is so cool because you guys have songs of uh, like my life. Like when you play these songs, we're gonna do God Bless Texas in a second. Like I know where I was at the exact time that these songs hit. You brought up a good point. Um, I think that it. When we first did this, it was just like fun, like, wow, this is fun, because we're actually fans of each other's bands big time, and we'd love to sing on each other's songs. But there's a common thread that runs through the three of our groups that's really, um, it's authentic, it's real, we're not trying to be, you know, whatever, it's just really authentic, and it really is the soundtrack to people's lives. That that 90s thing, that's just, a, it's there's just something to it. And as we have grown and doing these shows, I think that was during the COVID thing, and then, of course, post that now, thank God. We're going, you know what? We could go out and do this and have fun. And, and hopefully if people are really trying to go, hey, what show can I go see? I got enough to see one. Well, we want to be, hey, there's three acts here that mm-hmm. can play a bunch of things and create an evening of a full fabric of the landscape of the 90s country, at least from the band perspective. So for us, it's kind of cool, you know, and uh, you said it, it's kind of your soundtrack. It It's our soundtrack, too. It's kind of cool. A kid who grew up in Mountain Pine, Arkansas, population 770 people, man. This is it. Like, this is where I go. I know exactly where I was. I know exactly where all these. Here's what I want to do. I want to take a little break. I want to come back. I want to talk about if you guys are doing anything new. And then, obviously, we got to close the show with God Bless Texas. Can we do that for us? I'd love to. On the Bobby Bones Show now. The frontman of country. Richie McDonald from Lone Star, Tim Rushlow from Little Texas, and Larry Stewart from Restless Heart are here. And if you missed the first segment, go back and listen to it on the podcast. But you guys are touring. I have your all your show dates here. From April to November, you guys are on the road. I mean, three three big stars, three big tour buses, different different jets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> three road managers. Yeah, right. Like, is this like the Eagles? You don't get together until it's time to go on stage. Three bodyguards. Yeah, yeah. we're <laughs> three minivans. Actually, sorry now. Are you guys hit, doing the bus again? Like, you get on the bus and, and going back out on the road that way? It looks like it. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. We're going to do a lot of fly dates, a lot of bus dates. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, we got out, and some of the shows that we're booking now is going to be with a band as well. So we'll do some with just the three of us, and some with a band behind us. I'm telling you, if I were just getting to pick, I would have no band. I know the band would be great for that, but I, it's just to watch you. And you, I'm sure you're telling stories too in your show. If it's just the three of you, 
I mean, yeah. this is primetime stuff. The Unplugged show, you get more of that where, you know, you get to hear the stories behind the songs. The band shows are more power because yeah. it's the full-blown thing. But, yeah, I'm with you. The Unplugged thing's pretty cool. It is. So you guys go check them out. The Frontmen of Country have all their tour dates up uh, starting in Grant, Oklahoma on April 16th and then all the way to the end of November. What, where, is, where are all these dates? You, got, you guys have a website or what, what's happening here? Yeah, frontmenofcountry.com. Um, and then of course all our socials and Facebook and all that stuff that everybody has. So we we're, we're kind of all over and there's, I mean, we just announced this. And so our agency with Bob and Kate entertainment just put that out. And so that's what just initially splashed up quick and there's a ton more coming where, you know, we just haven't got them up yet. So are you guys, because you have, I mentioned earlier, you've sold over 30 million albums combined, but are you guys working on new music as well? We actually did, um, Last year, we went in and recorded a song called If It Wasn't For The Radio. It's really a great song. Hear our harmonies together, uh, but also go back in and, and just hopefully make a little EP, finish it up. Yeah, for sure. That'd be fun to do. Would you guys rather me play some of the studio version or play some If It Wasn't For The Radio yourself with your three voices and guitars and piano? Up to you guys. I say the record. Yeah, I go record on okay, that one. Okay, well, let's hear Hey, Ray, give us some of If It Wasn't For The Radio. And all those honest melodies place to go if it wasn't for the radio if it wasn't for the radio yeah like it does time rolls on and young love fades away who's that that's me okay all right, all right. that's Richie playing songs <laughs> about heartbreak I might have never learned that sometimes just gotta let her go if it wasn't for the radio if it wasn't for the radio good days heartaches yeah that's a soundtrack to my life it makes you feel something real yeah it hits home every time and all those honest melodies wouldn't have a place to go if it wasn't for the radio here comes that note, Bobby. Here's that note. Oh, there it is! There it is! Yeah. Right. It goes for it. Yeah, look at you guys. So, is there any sort of debate on which songs in the set list? Like, what's first when you do a show? You got a lot of hits. What do you start with? That's a great question. We usually start with me doing That Rock Won't Roll. Okay. What do you end with? That's usually... It's kind of easy because... Um, I mean, we try to make the show flow, obviously, right. from you know, from me, Larry to me, then Tim. But I usually think it's it's probably what you're going to. God bless Texas. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. the probably. crowd gets up, loves it. Ah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and you and like between Lone Star and Russell Star, there's a lot of tempo songs in the show. It's not just ballad heavy, but that that definitely is the one that gets people kind of rowdy. You know, that's funny because that song when we put that out, we were on Warner Brothers at the time, and and. Um, they were like, man, guys, I don't know if you should put this out or not. This is regional at best. I mean, it's just a Texas song. We were like, look, they're singing this in Salt Lake City loud. It's not even a single yet. Let's just put it out. So we did, and of course it worked. So Are you like, hey, knuckleheads, ever heard of Sweet Home Alabama? <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? right? Yeah. You know. I mean, there's like 10,000 of those songs. <laughs> well, let's act like we've been at a show. We've sang all, along all the hits. They've got one song left. The front men of country are going to play their last song, and... Uh, Tim, I'm going to hand it over to you. All right. One, two, three. I've seen a lot of places. I've been around the world. 
seen some pretty faces, been with some beautiful girls. Well, after all I've witnessed, one thing still amazes me. Just like a miracle, you have seen it believe. I'll sing it at home. Here we go. Well, God bless Texas with his own hand. Brought down angels from the promised land. He gave them a place where they could dance. If you want to see heaven, brother, here's your chance. I've been sent to spread the message. Come on, Bobby. Sing it with me, Ray. God bless Texas. Yeah, I've been sent to spread the message. God bless Texas. Come on. Okay, let me tell you what happened. While you guys were playing, every show member looked at me and was like, can we sing? Well, I like our audience to hear what it really sounds like. So if you wouldn't mind, maybe we can just go... Chorus only, and sure. we can let everyone sing the chorus yes. with you. We, okay. we took his cue, by the way, which was don't <laughs> yeah. sing. Well, it's it's an eye contact thing. Like I look at him like I'm itching to sing, and he's like, not yet. <laughs> but, but but we will. But we wanted them to hear the front man of country do it first. For All sure. right, Tim, you ready? We'll do the chorus. Yeah, just the chorus. Let's one, go. Two, one, two, three. Well, God bless Texas with His own hand brought down angels from the promised land. He gave them a place where they could dance. If you want to see heaven, brother, here's your chance. Well, I've been sent to spread a message. It's all you. Give it to us. Come on. God bless Texas. Yeah, I've been sent to spread a message. Lunchbox only. God bless Texas. Oh, you missed it. But okay. I That's why I don't see. That's why I don't see. Nice job. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, let me tell you. They're at the front men underscore. Couldn't get the front men of country? Too many too many characters? Oh, is that true? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you would know. Is that the rumor? Okay. Yes. It must be true. At the front men underscore. Is that right? Yes? Okay. Okay. But so. then it's at the front men of country.com. Right. 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 I, don't know. <laughs> I sing. I just. <laughs> you guys have to go to a show. I have to go to a yeah, show. Yeah, it's so good. Let me see if you guys are. Are you guys coming near here? I don't see you near here. Not yet. I see Beauty, Texas. I'll go to that one. Let's see. Yeah. Or, yeah, at the frontman underscore. You're on Twitter. I'm looking at it right now. Looking sharp. Young, vibrant. Look at you guys. <laughs> right on. Oh, Photoshop. Well, if you got time, we can do a quick 90 minute show for you right now. You know what? Do you, do you guys know all the songs? Uh huh. All of our songs? Yeah. Like I'm saying, oh. have you guys practiced every song that you're going to do on, on, on a show? Practice. Uh, give or take, yeah. I mean, we throw some wild cards. <laughs> Sometimes crowds get nuts and they'll say something's not ours and we'll go, oh yeah, we'll do that. Like if I were, were going to go, I'm already there. Would you guys know that one? I'm already there. Take a look around. I'm the sunshine in your hair. The shadow. Yeah, we would know that one. Okay, now, Bobby, do more, do more. Free bird! Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to let him go. The front men of country. Come on. Oh. Turn it up. <laughs> we can go all day. Massive fan of all three of you guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Such a massive fan. I don't know quite where to look when I talk because I'm just trying to just equally spend one third of time with each of you. 
Thank you for having us. It's you guys, it's Richie McDonald from Lone Star, Tim Rushlow from Little Texas, and Larry Stewart from Restless Heart. Um, I will go to a show if you come near and I'm in town. I will go. That's, that's the biggest thing I can say, the biggest vote of confidence I can give you, but you don't need mine. And my, my final question is, if you could put a fourth singer up on this stage, who would it be and why would it be Bobby Bones? <laughs> <laughs> because he's a great singer and a great personality and we like that. Um, we like he let us be on the show. You would totally be the MC host of the show <laughs> too. We would let you run with it. <laughs> no, you can sing. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The front men of country. Thank you guys. Go check him out. There we are, everybody. The Bobby Bones Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So I've got unwritten rules that everyone should follow. So let's see how many of these you do. Uh, do you keep a plunger at your house? Yeah, in every bathroom. Mm-hmm. I've just had the experience of me using the bathroom at someone's house, accidentally stopping up the toilet for one reason or another, and have to go like, hey, there's a, just asking for a friend, but do you guys have a plunger somewhere? <laughs> that's That stinks. Mm-hmm. So that's an unwritten rule. Yeah. Another unwritten rule everyone should follow. If you cancel on a friend, it's your responsibility to reschedule. I don't cancel on friends. Oh, I mean, if you had to. No, nope, don't ever. Oh. No, stop. I if live, you had I live to change your schedule. I commit, I'm in. No, I don't think that's true. I think it's, I don't know that you have to reschedule, especially if it's a one-time thing. It's okay to be wrong. So if you mess up, you just submit it and say you're sorry. Yeah, I hate that rule too. Oh. Or is that the same rule? That's an unwritten rule. Oh, okay. No, it's a yeah, new yeah, one. Yeah, no, also, don't end an apology with an excuse or say things like, I'm sorry you got upset or I'm sorry, but. I hit Caitlin with the, I'm sorry you feel this way it's, and I was that's not the way to apologize that's <laughs> not the uh-uh. way to do it Mm-mm. I'm like hey listen I'm sorry if you feel that's not the way to apologize either yeah, yeah. you try to understand their feelings and not shame them for having them uh, so if you borrow someone's car fill it up with gas yeah. or, or at least put it back to where it was when you got it I would say put it a little over where it was if you get it there's a quarter tank you should, but if you don't have the money to fill it all the way up, maybe you can hit the half tank. This next one you don't follow. Don't ask for something if the person has one thing left. An example would be if they have a pack of gum and there's one piece left, you don't take it. <laughs> oh, I do. Though. I, I, yeah, want you your, do. I want your last piece and then I want all the other all pieces. Of it. <laughs> I already, I've learned over the years, if I have a pack of gum and Bobby it's asks his. for some of it, I just give him the pack. I well, it. I chew a whole pack at a time. Mm-hmm. It's like lending money to family member. You're not yeah. getting that back. <laughs> just, here you go. <laughs> okay, another one is don't heat fish up in the office kitchen because then it smells like fish everywhere. Don't start drama at a funeral or a wedding. If someone hands you their phone to show you a picture, don't look at other photos. Don't swipe. That's a good one. Yeah. Remember when my son did that? Do you remember? And what? He what did, did it. Happen? And he saw. And he starts dying laughing. Oh yes. What, yes. Somebody else's phone. Somebody else's phone. Oh, I thought it was your it was, phone. I was no. Like, <laughs> no. 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 Yes. It was a man. Someone came into your house. Uh huh. And yeah, I don't want to give too many details because I don't know how many details I you gave. You didn't give any. I don't. What? <laughs> yes, that's a detail. I just know that it was awkward and embarrassing, and my son learned a lesson. Um, and then don't leave your shopping cart in the middle of the aisle. So Luke Bryan was skiing, and he wiped out. Here's a clip of him on the slopes. <laughs> His laugh just makes me laugh. He did have a wipeout, but he is okay. And in a clip before that, or a picture before that, he had him and his wife Caroline skiing, and he was encouraging everyone to remember to watch American Idol on Sunday night. <laughs> that skiing scares me. Now that I'm 40, if something rips, oh yeah, that ain't healing back quick. Yeah. Same thing with Luke. Luke's like 45. 
but that sounds like a lot of fun. All right, what else? So for a long time, goat yoga was a thing. I even tried it and thought it was super cool. But now chicken yoga is happening some mm. places. Chickens poop too much. I guess. <laughs> Randomly. I agree. Yeah. They say that they, you know, re- still release good hormones and help people with stress levels and reduce loneliness and stuff when they're on their yoga mat. But yes, chickens, they I just imagine them just go in the bathroom right there on your yoga mat. I'd do fried chicken yoga. Nice. <laughs> you just eat it. Did, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That could work. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So a kid left his Buzz Lightyear toy on his Southwest flight, and they're like, oh no, what are we going to do? Well, he had put his name on the bottom of the toy, same thing as the movie. So they knew who it belonged to. Kid's name was Hagen. So they were able to go in the system, figure out who the family was. Then they figured out their address. Then they mailed him Buzz Lightyear. But he didn't just arrive like nothing special. They went above and beyond, and they wrote, To Commander Hagen, I'm very excited to return to you upon completing my mission. I was able to explore the airport and spaceport in Little Rock, Arkansas. My journey has taught me a lot, but I am so thankful to return to you, my buddy. Wow. That's funny. I mean, shout out Southwest. (laughs) Yeah, that's cool they wrote all that. Mm -hmm. Now, in the movie, though, just a a mile fact check. Wasn't Andy just written on Woody's foot? Oh, sorry. I think so. Whatever. On Buzz's too? Oh, Mike D just hit me with the double. I was asking, to be fair. I I guess that shot, I don't ever see that shot of... What is it, Scuba Steve? It's later in the movie because that's when it becomes the whole controversial scene is when he gets his name on the foot and Woody gets a little sad about it. Oh. And then that whole duel uh, begins. Of course. <laughs> that's a big deal. <laughs> hey, good. Good for you guys. All right, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. It is time for the investigative corny with our host, Amy. Amy, you read the joke. We have 90 seconds to figure it out. Yes. Ready to go? Yeah. Hit it. The morning corny. What sounds like a sneeze and is made of leather? What sounds like a sneeze but is made of leather? Go. So it went a shoe. A leather. A shoe. A shoe. (laughs) (laughs) A shoe. I mean, I'm assuming that's it. Tosses the softball there. All right, hit it. The morning corny. What sounds like a sneeze and is made of leather? What sounds like a sneeze and is made of leather? A shoe. Nice, there it is. That was too easy. That was too easy. Eddie, do your deal. All right, clear eyes, full hearts, can't Can't lose. lose. All right, give us another one. That was too easy. Okay, what does a lawyer name his daughter? What does a lawyer name his daughter? Sue. Oh, Sue. Hey. Yeah. Come on, I mean, guys. y'all are on fire today. Come on. And the answer is? Sue. Sue. All right, come on. Yeah. The question is, can we go three for three? Oh, come on. Oh. Let's go. Let's go. Go ahead. Okay. What kind of shoes do bakers wear? What kind of shoes do bakers wear? Muffin. Dozen. Biscuits. Pie. Dough. That shoe dough. Muffin. Bakers. Bakers make. Oven. Oven slippers. Shoes. Nikes. Adidas. Bakers make. Wait, bakers wear? Loafers. Ah, loafer. Loafer of bread. Loafer. A loafer. A loafer. A loaf. 
loafers. We just went three for three, all of us getting one. Come on, let's go. Is it a, read it, what is it, Jack? What kind of shoes do bakers wear? Go ahead. Loafers. Nice. Three for three. Three for three. Woo! All right, now you can take a second. Clear eyes, full hearts, get loose! One of my favorite things that Caitlin does is air fry food. Do you have one of those? Yes, we have an air fryer. What do you cook in it? Oh, all kinds of things. Salmon, chicken nuggets, broccoli, french fries, all the things. And what do you think the benefit is of an air fryer? It's fast. I like that it's fast. My daughter likes that it makes things crispy. And then, yeah, you don't have to technically, I guess, use oil. Right. So not as much grease, oil, that kind of thing. Well, the whole story was, is air frying food healthy or are we just fooling ourselves? What do you think the answer is? I'm sure we're probably fooling ourselves, but... So they got one of these registered dietitians on, a nutritionist. They say that air frying preserves the nutrients in the food items, and it doesn't expose it to hot oils. It also reduces trans, saturated fats. So in other words, yes. Oh, yes. Air frying is absolutely better. I was talking about, Eddie, you don't have an air fryer yet. I don't. No. Mm-mm. You're oddly a good cook, too. I love to cook. I've never. I just never dabbled in that. I bought my dad one for Christmas a couple years ago, and he just air fries everything. Oh, yeah. He it's was like, legit. give me that lime. I would compare it to when I got the George Foreman grill in college. <laughs> everything went inside that thing. That's what he does. It cooked it all. Any kind of meat, bread, all you did was take the thing, you unfold it, you put it in. You pull. <laughs> yeah. George Foreman made so much money. I bet you that most of the population that knows George Foreman doesn't know him for being a champion boxer. Crazy. Knows him for being the grill guy. Yeah. You know? I loved when he came out with the colorful ones, too. It was genius. There was, like, purple and pink and red. You know? Like, they were... It was awesome. I bet you people don't even know he has, like, eight kids, too. And their names are George. 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 Georgina. <laughs> yeah. I try to tell Caitlin all the time, let's name our, our, our son when we have him Bobby Jr. I cannot get her to sign up for that. Because she's like, why do you want to name your kid after you? Then he has to live up to what you've done. My grandfather was named Bobby, Bob, and then I, I'm named Bobby after him. I just want to keep it going through generations. She's like, how many times did you meet your grandfather? I was like, well, like twice, but still, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's time for the championship round of Elder versus Millennial. Come on. Ooh. In prime time today. Come on. So winner take all. It's tied four to four. Eddie, age? 41. Morgan? 27 years old. So they'll answer questions about each other's generations. Here we go. Let's do the intros. Up first. He's a dad of four. I call him the Hispanic who don't panic. He's the best man at my wedding, and the pounds he has been shedding. Coming in at five foot 11. Give him a beer on a beach, and he is in heaven. Hey! Up for the championship round. It is producer Eddie! Yeah! His opponent. She runs all of our digital. She runs our Facebook page. So don't leave nasty comments or we'll put her in a rage. <laughs> Coming in at five foot zero, it's our web girl hero, Morgan number two! <laughs> Let's have a clean fight today, guys. Yeah. Okay? Keep it clean. Oh. You'll be answering questions about each other's generation. Eddie, you're first. Let's go. These are questions Morgan will know the answer to. Question number one. What makes you beautiful was the debut single in 2011 for what boy band? What makes you beautiful was the debut single in 2011 for which boy band. Eddie? 
It makes you beautiful. One Direction. He says One Direction. Hit me. Play me that clip, Raymundo. What do you say? That's not One Direction. You don't think so? No. Oh, oh, wait. That's the one I was thinking. Is it One Direction? The answer is One Direction. One point. One point. One point. Eddie. Which house was Harry Potter sorted into in the books and movies? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which house was Harry Potter sorted into in the books and movies? Sorted into. Interesting. Never seen Harry Potter? Never read any of the books? I'm going to make a guess here. Harry Potter, the house of the Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> That's not it, is it? I don't know the answer either. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't because I haven't that read them. Sounds good. That sounds right, yeah, right, Amy? I, I think that's a book, right? Yeah, it's a yeah. book. Um, that is incorrect. Oh. Morgan, you can steal. Go ahead. I'm in this house. It's Gryffindor, baby. Gryffindor. Why, how are you in the house? You do online quizzes, and I'm a oh Gryffindor. Oh, my gosh. What? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, then I had no chance. How do they get sorted? It's based on like your per- they they get a sorting hat and it gets put on you and then it, the hat determines which house you go into. Oh, it's a magical hat. Cool. Okay, I bet it's great. <laughs> My mom loved to read them. Oddly enough, really? Yeah, she read all of them. Eddie, final question Come for on. you. In the Pixar movie Cars, Lightning McQueen ends up in Radiator Springs and befriends a tow truck. What's that tow truck's name? <laughs> Larry the Cable Guy. That's Tow Mater. Uh-huh. Right? Toe Mike, Mater. You give, the answer is Mater? Yeah, Mater. Toe Mater is toe correct. Truck. Yeah! That is correct. That is correct. Come on! Okay. Eddie Doing 2, good. Morgan number 2, 1. Yeah. That's confusing. <laughs> Eddie 2, Morgan 1. Oh, All right, Morgan. Good. You have three questions. These are about Eddie's generation. Question number one. Chuck Norris played a character named Cordell Walker in what TV show? Chuck Norris played a character named Cordell Walker in what TV show? Well, I know Chuck Norris, but that was not a TV show that I grew up watching. But Walker, maybe it was like a West, you know, Westworld type show. Zorro, that was a show. But I don't think that was a cowboy. Was he a cowboy? Man, can you repeat it one more time? Sure. Chuck Norris played a character named Cordell Walker in what TV show? Chuck Norris, Cordell Walker. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Need an answer? Ah, family ties. <laughs> Couldn't have been more off. <laughs> Eddie, you can steal this one. Oh man, it's Walker, Texas Ranger. That is correct. One point for Eddie. Nice job, Eddie. One point for Eddie. Eddie's up three to one. Morgan, you got to get the next two right. Oh, man. What was the name of the Robin Williams movie where he dresses up as an elderly British nanny? Oh, man, I've seen this. What was the name of the Robin Williams movie where he dresses up as an elderly British nanny? What is it? Oh, I could see him dressed up in the outfit and the hair. Oh, man. <laughs> I thought this would be a softball yeah, when I read too. it. I thought this would be so easy. No, because what's coming to my head is Diary of a Mad Black Woman, and that is not what it is. It is not. Oh I'll gosh. go ahead and tell you, it is not. I, oh, yeah. I, I, I do know that. Oh, 
Shoot, what is it? I'm so angry at myself right now. For the championship, if you get this right, you're staying in the competition. If you lose, Eddie will hear we are the champions, and he will be Elder versus Millennial champion. I'm going to ask it one more time, Morgan, and give you 15 seconds. Okay. What is the name of the Robin Williams movie where he dresses up as an elderly British nanny? 15 seconds starts now. Baby. Why is this not coming to my mouth? Why? Three seconds. Died! And a time. The grandmother. The oh, grandmother is her answer. So close. Well, Eddie, you don't even have to get it to win. You're okay. about to be the champion. So we'll all say the answer on the count of three. One, two, three. Mrs. Mrs. Delphire. Ah, so angry. <laughs> and there oh, is yeah. our champion. Oh, my goodness. Producer Eddie. Woo! never thought I'd hear this song. What do you want to say, old man? Ah, to all those millennials out there that think you're so smart. You know what? We're not old. We're cool. Yeah. You can go suck an egg. Wait, oh, is that what you say? Wow. Is that mean? That's mean. That's aggressive. <laughs> That's mean. I don't mean I'm that. I'm glad you ended with an egg. That sounded old. That's a little too much. I'm sorry. Just, just, just don't hate on us. Is that from like an old fa- phrase? Because okay. that's not young. Eddie, you are the champion. Yeah, thank you both. Congratulations, my Woo! friend. Take a minute. We'll play a song. Have a minute for you, bud. Oh, that's beautiful. Here's a fresca. (laughs) Something old. Nice. Nick Cage got married for the fifth time. He's 57. His girlfriend is 26 years old. If you were marrying someone who had been married two or three times before, aren't you going into this going, ah, it's a crapshoot? Yeah, unless I think that maybe they've learned from previous the previous three it's but there's always opportunity for growth with nick cage the previous four i know that would be hard i mean yeah trust me i know i get it here are the celebrities with the most marriages we'll kind of start near the bottom barbara walters was married four times really to three husbands so she did that get married to one divorce marry marry then go back to one of them again yeah Mm -hmm. pamela anderson has been married four times oh yeah Kelsey Grammer four times. James Cameron, the Avatar director, has been married five times. Ooh. Wow. And I would say, how do you keep getting women to come and marry you? Your fourth time, your fifth time? But he's James Cameron, right? Yeah. He's rich. Martin Scorsese five times. David Foster, who is Catherine McPhee's husband. And Catherine McPhee's like 31, 32. Yeah, she's way younger. And he's in his 70s, maybe? And he, what does he do? He's a musician, oh. producer. Yeah. Dude. Music producer, plays piano, piano. Yeah, he was married to Yolanda from Beverly, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. His this is fifth marriage, mm-hmm. wild, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, Rue McClanahan from the Golden Girls. She played Blanche six times. <laughs> oh, that once you get up to like five, my mind is a bit blown. It's you're treating these marriages like they're just your boyfriend or girlfriend. Yeah, I wonder how some how long some of them even lasted. Richard Pryor, the comedian, was married seven times. Seven times? To five different women. He married two women twice. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> two. <laughs> Larry King was married eight times to seven different yeah. women. Elizabeth Taylor had eight marriages. And from Green Acres, remember Zsa Zsa Gabor? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of Darling. course. She was married nine times. That's just, you, that's just disposable. Yeah, nine. That's a lot. Four. Is a lot. Oh, I know. 
That, trust me, I know. I'm a daughter of a man that was married four times, and I have a hard time wrapping my head around it sometimes. And I try to ask my dad about his first wife, or second. Second wife is the one he's, he doesn't really remember much about her. It's weird. <laughs> I'm like, you were literally married to her. It's odd. Jennifer Lopez has been married three times. She was on her way to the fourth. But her and A-Rod, you know. They're going to work it out. No, they're not. Yeah, they said that. they I bet you they don't work it out. Oh, okay. I bet you that they're not. I, I have read they're dividing their assets back right now. Oh, my. But I bet you they don't work it out. But she's married three times already. What do all these people have in common with all these marriages? Uh, well, they're all really rich. Oh, yeah. yeah celebrities. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like, okay, next one. Okay, oh. next one. Okay, next one. But I'm about to get married one. This, this is it. Yes. This is it. The one. This is the one. No more. This is going to work. I feel it with my heart. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. So every year, Bill Rogers loves to go ice skating on the same river. Well, he went a few weeks ago, and he gets out in the middle of the river. The ice gets a little thin, falls right through it. And he's like, oh, no, what do I do? And he's got barely trying to grip to the ice on the river when he's like, I got my phone in my pocket. It's waterproof. I can call right now to get help. But he's scared that if he lo- gets the phone, he's going to lose grip and fall in. Like if he, he takes his hand off the ice, he's holding. He's not. I mean, yeah, yeah, he could fall all the way in. And so he's scared, but he realizes quickly, hey, I have an iWatch. So he calls Siri on his iWatch, calls EMS, and they get there in the, in the next 10 minutes and save his life. Dang. He says thank Crazy. you to this iWatch. Is that what it's called, an iWatch? Yeah. Do you guys I, have one? Of I those? say no. Apple Watch, but... Apple Watch, yeah. <laughs> Dang it. I feel I'd so never heard now. iWatch. <laughs> yeah. But then again, I don't have one, so I was like, maybe it's called the old iWatch. Dang mm. it. It's like iPad, iPod. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's okay. You just thought. <laughs> <laughs> Something is back in my day. <laughs> <laughs> just move on. <laughs> so dumb. That's a good story, yeah, though. That's you. what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. <laughs> thank you guys for hanging out over the phones. In Indiana, Jennifer is on. Hey, Jennifer, good morning. Welcome to the show. Morning, studio. Morning. So I just thought it was interesting you did that story about um, all the celebrities have been married several times. Well, my dad has actually been married 11 times. Wow. (gasps) To 11 different women? Um, Actually, he remarried my mother twice. Well, once before and then got married again later in life. So, yeah. So to 10, he, he, he married 10 women. How do you, before I tell you anything, how do you feel about that? <laughs> well, I remember I had a project in college and they had, they, we were told to map out like our family tree, so to speak. And I went up to there, the teacher, I said, I cannot figure this out because I have all these different trees of connections. And they, I was trying to explain, they're like, um, you can just not do this project. You're exempt from it. So I guess I'm just kind of used to it. <laughs> it was just something different. Do you have brothers and sisters from a lot of his I, wives? Um, so I do. I don't have any um, full-blooded brothers and sisters, but I have uh, three half-sisters and one half-brother. And then he actually ad- adopted one other from uh, another woman. Is it hard to keep track of which mom to each half-sibling? Well, there's only a few, but not as much as trying to keep track of the other wives. Like, I don't remember all their names because, like, we never stayed in contact. But Let me ask yeah. you this on a, on a serious uh, question here. Mm-hmm. Because I, yeah. I wonder 
because of how I grew up and I didn't have a dad for most of my life, I wonder, dang, I wonder if I'll be a crappy dad or I wonder if that was passed down. Like I didn't, what do you think happened to your dad that made him want to marry so many times? Or, you know, with me, I didn't trust forever because I didn't feel like anyone was going to stay with me because everybody left me as a kid. You know, if it was, you know, my dad, my real dad or my mom at times or, you know, people were coming in and out of my life, but I had no consistency ever. So I always felt like there would be no consistency for the rest of my life. Therefore, it affected relationships from me always. I wonder what happened to your dad to make him feel like that's what he needed to do. Yeah, so I think some people are just so much looking for love that they just they don't know what else to do but just to keep getting married or, you know, looking for that excitement and maybe don't really understand what the true love is and going through the hard times and they just think it's just a simple thing. I don't know, but I again I just think he's just looking for love so much that he just never found it. Are you married? I am. I've been married. I've been with my husband for 21 years, but we've been married 16. And is, is he your only husband? Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. Get, it's almost time for number two. We got to get moving here. We got to keep it going. <laughs> no. no? <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Hey, Jennifer, we really appreciate that call. Thank you for sharing your story with us. Thank you. Congratulations on your upcoming wedding. Um, Amy, I love you so much. One Fox, stay crazy. And Eddie Creep. Keep representing for the older people. <laughs> you got it. You got it. The elders. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Jennifer. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Which, by the way, today is Amy's birthday. We'll mention yes. it again. I got a couple segments planned. We'll talk about <laughs> Okay. <laughs> getting older. Yeah. Listen, you're 40 today. Yeah. And I started thinking about it just about five minutes ago. A thought popped in my head because I was like, oh, 40, because someone sent me a text about it. Like, oh, you know? And I thought... I'm not going to look at it as like, oh, I can't believe I'm 40. I'm going to look at it as like, I can't believe I get to be 40. Because some people don't even get to be 40. Yeah, most do. The average death is like 83. I, I, I didn't, <laughs> got her I didn't, with the staff. I didn't mean for you to get go statistics <laughs> at least on in, me. At least in the Western part of the world. Okay, but... <laughs> There are some people. Yeah, cavemen only live like 27. That's true. I didn't even know them. I'm talking about people real life right now that they didn't get this chance to make it to their 40th birthday. And so I'm thankful that I get to be here. We're thankful too. We're thankful too. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I get to be 40. We have, the, we have a caveman on the phone from stop. Neanderthal days who wants to say something to you. He's 39. I'm burning. I'm, I'm old. Okay. I'm 29. All right. Thought I was having like a really profound moment inside my own head and I tried to share it with y'all. Can't have that with us. I know. I wasn't even going to say it and then I thought, well, I guess I should say it because other people might need that encouragement to be like, you know what? I get to do this. Not that oh, I, this is happening to me. It's like, oh, I mean, I'm alive. I get to do it. I had my 40 moment. For about six hours on my 40th birthday. Then I was like, all right, on to the next. Were <laughs> yeah. you sad? No, it was just like, dang, that's just a whole new number up front. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, when that yeah. first number changes, you feel like you should change. But the thing is, you don't. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm still the same. And I, Yeah, and I still look 25. So, to- I mean, totally. Nothing's yeah. really different. <laughs> yeah. Uh, happy birthday. Thank you. Kid. Kid. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, let's do the news. Here we go. Bobby's Big Story. A guy in Ontario, Canada, caused an Amber Alert when he thought his car was stolen from a bank with his kid inside. But he actually forgot he drove there in a different car. A man's inability to remember which car he was driving nearly caused Waterloo Regional Police to send out an Amber Alert on Sunday night. A police spokesperson told, told Global News that officers were called to the area of King Street South 
about 8 p.m., he said, we got a report from a guy indicating he had left his kid in a white Jaguar when he went into the bank. The mail indicated he believed the car with the kid inside was stolen. Police posted, hey, do you know where this vehicle is? As that was happening, officers were preparing for an Amber Alert to send out to everybody. It's a big thing to push the button for. As that process was happening, officers were able to talk with the mail, who did remember that he was not driving a white vehicle, but a different vehicle altogether. He was in the Jeep rather than the Jaguar. Oh. Yeah. They did locate the child. They got it all back together in the Jeep. Oh, thank God. The, the child was also even for sure with him because now I'm questioning that. <laughs> I a little bit relate to this because sometimes I'll, I just forget where I park. Yeah. And I'll walk out and like, mm, don't see my car. Is it stolen? <laughs> or do I just not have any idea where I parked? Didn't you do this? Yes. Well, we had a doctor's appointment. I did at the parking garage, like a medical place. And there's tons of levels. And I got out on the wrong floor. Like my husband knew where we were all along and I think he was like testing (laughs) whether or not I would remember. And we went to five different levels and he just let me do it. He was like, find it. If you know, I was like, I know where it is. All right, I'm not gonna say anything. He knew exactly where it was the whole time and it took us quite a while to get it. But he was trying to prove a point that I need to pay attention when I get on an, tricking, uh, parking garages are tricky because you get on the elevator and then you think you'll remember and then you don't. And then- you know, like, kind of relatively where you are, but he's like, take a picture. Yeah, I always, I always put it in my phone. Yeah. On the it little helps. notes app, if it's a situation. When I get, went to get my vaccine, I put it exact my spot because there's numbers on it. Yeah. Because it was all the same. But hey, live and learn. Right now you're 40. You won't do that anymore. That's the good thing about turning 40. You're now an adult. I know. That was yesterday, so I was 39. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. you were just a dumb dumb then. I know. Now, now I know. All right. Let's do more. Bobby's other story. A woman in the Netherlands has received a tattoo remotely by an artist more than 300 miles away. It was made possible with the 5G cellular technology and a robotic arm. Whoa. Crazy. He basically, 100 miles away, drew on a little pad, which went to the arm. (gasps) I'd be afraid somebody would hack that. Oh, my gosh. I know. And And there's there's no lag on it? That's the ultimate hack, too. They just start stabbing you. (laughs) Oh, God. Somebody gets in it. I didn't picture the stabbing, but I pictured, yes, drawing something totally not what you wanted. All of a sudden, it's a wiener. You're like, no, I was trying to get a star with my grandpa's name in it. I was talking to a girl literally yesterday that was getting a lower back tattoo, so she couldn't see what was happening. And this was a while ago, I think when she was 18. Yeah, like 93. (laughs) But she still has it. But she said she she had this flower scene that she wanted on her lower back. And like somewhere halfway through, the tattoo artist was like, this was, this was supposed to be clouds, right? And she was like, um, no, it's supposed to be flowers. And he was like, I think he confused her with another client. He goes, oops. Yes. Oh, and so now you she feel has. feel him start to black it out. She, now she has clouds on her lower back. And she's like, you know, I guess the best part is I don't really see it. So, but. Oh. She did. And crazy. that wasn't even a robotic arm. No, that was human error. That's a guy with floppy disk. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's the news. Thank you, guys. Bobby's Big Story. Today is our girl Amy's 4-0 birthday. Happy 40th. Yeah. Happy birthday. Come on. Really? You wake up this morning. Your eyes open. You're 40. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing that pops in your head? I, I, feel, I feel... My first thought was I really feel like this morning I felt better than I woke up when I was 39. 
And then even the year before that. So I guess I feel good. I even said that out loud to my husband. I was like, I feel better than I did last year on my birthday. So I must be doing something right. There's also a difference in finally going, all right, I don't have to dread 40 anymore. Yeah. I, I'm 40 now. When I was 39, the whole year was like, <laughs> oh, I don't want 40 to hit. Then when it did, you go, it's just a day. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. Uh, let me take a couple calls here talking about Amy and their favorite memories of Amy. By the way, she's not dying. This is no, not like a. <laughs> this is, I know, I'm a little caught off guard by this. And I'm like, you're okay, 40. This is, it's a big one. It's okay, cool. it is. And I'm trying, I'm going to embrace it. I don't, I don't know what to expect. So I'm going to just sit back and hear what they have to say. Lucy in Florida, you are on the Bobby Bone Show. Thank you for calling. Share with us something about Amy. Lacey, I'm sorry. Thank you, Lacey. Hey, happy birthday, Amy. Thank you. My- my um my favorite memory, my family is personally, we're a blended family from foster care and adoption. So my favorite memory and continues to be my favorite thing about you is that um, you adopted your kids and you share that journey with us. It is just such a blessing to see that represented in the mainstream media and we're thankful for you. Yeah, what a journey it was too. It was five years. Amy went on a mission trip to Haiti with no real intentions to adopt a child. No, I wasn't even working with kids. I was working with women. Yeah, and yeah. she met her kids and she was in the process of Trying to adopt domestically, which a, a baby, a newborn American mm-hmm. baby somewhere, and it wasn't able to go through because you kept moving. Your husband's in the military; he's it's moving. A thing, yeah. So, it well, that's just, a process in its own. Anyway, that can take people a while. But yeah, we felt led to then adopt older children um, from an orphanage whose likelihood of getting adopted was slim. And now she has two children. They are thirteen and nine. Ten. Ten. Wow. Mm. Both they'll be fourteen and eleven this year. Caitlin and I were eating dinner last night. She was showing me a video of Stevenson, your son. He has his hair kind of grown out now. Yeah. He looks like he's 16 years old. Yeah, he looks older for sure. It's crazy. Yeah. So, yes, I agree. That's a a big show memory, a big life memory of Amy. Thank you for your call, Lacey. Thank you. Enjoy your day, guys. Let's go over to Taylor in North Carolina. Taylor, share with us on Amy's 40th birthday a memory that sticks with you. Hey, morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Happy birthday, Amy. Um, You guys are always bringing me so much joy and laughter, and I just love listening to you guys. And when I think about one of my favorite memories of Amy, I think back to when you guys were on the Family Feud show, and um, Amy missed her answer before the buzzer, and her and Steve Harvey were going back and forth with each other. Yeah, I was pretty frustrated when this happened in real time. No, I'll no. be honest with you. You're, you're frustrated. Is my national TV debut, and this is what I have out there for the world. <laughs> we got to go on Celebrity Family Feud. Uh. So I took Amy, Lunchbox, uh, John Party, and Lauren Elena with me. Mm-hmm. We're, we're a team. And we go up, and we're playing against Andy Roddick, the uh, tennis star, and Brooklyn Decker, the actress, and their families. And so we go up, and here's a clip of Amy. It's not that she missed. She didn't even answer. Well, I didn't know that they were going to buzz me. Okay. I thought I had time to answer because Steve was looking. He didn't give me the look like, hurry up. Here we go. Can I I go now? No. No? No, no, that wasn't real. (laughs) There was no timer. You were looking at me, Steve. She has to go back? Where? From whence you come. This is so depressing. Steve, I'm going to need to be consulted. I don't even know that one. All right, Tessa. So if I get this right, the person missed the question that was across from you. Yeah, it was Brooklyn. And then it was your turn. She, She got in and she guessed something, but it wasn't the number one answer. 
And I had the number one answer. So I was so irritated, but I was wait. Steve was looking at me and I thought he'd be like, and your answer and tell me. And he didn't. And then all of a sudden we heard, and I was like, what's that? And then so he's like, well, that was your time. You didn't speak. And that's why I was like, no, 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 no. That wasn't real. Because Steve was looking at me. So then we hugged. This is the part you can't see. And luckily the microphone didn't pick it up. But I basically threatened Steve Harvey in his ear when he hugged me. What'd you say to him? Something like, like, you're going to pay for this, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, it was was awkward, but super fun. Fun memory, yes. I'm working hard to get us a shot back over there on Family Feud again. Uh, On this day, March 18th, 1981, Amy was born. The number one hit song on that day in the United States was Keep On Loving You by REO Speedwagon. Keep on loving you it's the, only the estimated number of babies born on March 18th, 1981 is 348,030. That's equivalent to 242 babies every minute. Amy was one of them. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. Wow. In the year of 1981, the most popular baby name at the time was Jennifer for girls and Michael for boys. Now, assuming that you have slept eight hours every day since birth, you have slept 4,869 days of your life or 13 years of 40. Wow. So wow. 13 years of my life I've been asleep? Yes. Phew. Do you feel like you have slept 13 years? I like thinking of it that way. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I feel that way at all, but that's pretty cool. You, uh, I've been told you have a list of ways to conquer your 40s. Oh, yes, I do. Is this like some sort of inspirational reading? You wake up and you're like, all right, I have this story here. I'm going to conquer my 40s <laughs> well, with no, it. Well, uh, no, someone sent me this list, okay. and I thought, okay, I guess now that I'm 40, like, is this stuff I need to start doing? <laughs> Let me. I am 40. I've been 40 for a year. Yeah, so like, I I've been 40 for like 10 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 41, dude. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Read a few of them here. Okay, uh, visit your dream destination. I don't know that I ever had a dream. My only dream destinations were those I saw on TV as a kid. And you got all those. And I've been there. I got to go to Hawaii, Brady Bunch. Yeah. I, I went to Japan, Full House, when Jesse and the Rippers tours <laughs> over there. I went to London, Friends. I still have not been to mine. What's yours? I would like to go to Montana. Well, that's easy. That's doable. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it was Spain for a long time, but now just with travel like this and that, I'll choose Montana. Don't change your dream destination because of COVID. <laughs> okay, well, then I guess I'll go with Spain because I wanted to go to Spain since I was about 21 years old. Montana is legit, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah, I went last year. It's legit. All right, what else? Dress your age. Yeah, I don't do that at all. No, Next. Me neither, yeah. <laughs> uh, train for something. You've done that. You've done marathons and you've done triathlons. Oh, true. Aren't you I was painting? in my 20s. Oh, yeah. I'm training, training to be to a painter. Paint. Uh, let's see. Um, learn a second language. Uh, I'm not going to happen. What about you? I learned some Spanish. All my friends. <laughs> when you talk to me? Well, not in, really. Hold well, on. You know un poquito. In Texas, when I was, I was in Austin for a big part of my life. Austin's still home to me. And so when I was living in Texas for 13 years, I was the only white guy in my group. It was like... Four Mexican friends and one black friend. And I was the only white guy. And so I had to learn Spanish because I wanted to know what people were saying about me. My (laughs) friends were saying about me. So I took Rosetta Stone and I did, you know, four or five different intense lessons. And I know Amarillo. Is what? Yellow. Yellow. Nice. Mm -hmm. So I know some stuff, but 
I'm done. I'm good. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm tapped out. What else? Start thinking about your funeral. Oh my god. Uh, every every day. It says stop. I think about death every day. <laughs> Not death. Your funeral oh. and like how you can make it better. Do you know what type of celebration you want to have? Like, okay. what do you want it to be like? You can start, I guess, putting that into writing so that people know. But to me, that seems a little premature. Also, working on your retirement plan. Get naked more. What? Does that mean like get naked well, more? I don't know. Or just be naked and like free Maybe with yourself? Maybe just comfortable with yourself at 40. Okay. What about you? <laughs> I'm naked all the time. As soon as I go home, I take my clothes <laughs> off. I walk in the door, clothes come off. And then another one was make amends. Like at 40. Like if you have any I've relationships. Kept some, I've kept some of mine. I don't need to make them. I've, I've kept a few of those non-amends. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, happy birthday, Amy. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for existing. I put some pictures up on my Instagram of us. Did you see them? Um, yes, I saw them quickly. I need to go back. I didn't get to see what you wrote. Did you? Oh, you didn't read the caption? It was during a song break, and then the song was ending, and I had to put my phone away. Well, that's a pretty strong caption, I thought. It wasn't extremely long, but I think I said it just perfectly. Okay. If you guys want to see it, Mr. Bobby Bones. Bones. You know, we are talking earlier about a guy who had a virtual court hearing after he got his license suspended. Remember that? Yeah. And yeah, ju- and he ju- showed up in the driver's seat. <laughs> ju- ju- judge is like, you don't have a license. Why are you in on this virtual court in the, in the driver's seat? Like, we literally <laughs> took your license. Uh, there's another guy doing something you should not be doing from your car. He does a job interview while driving and then goes through and orders from a drive-thru <laughs> while doing the dro- job interview. He stopped driving right next to the intercom at Popeye's. Here you go. Here's the clip. And are you available to work overtime? I don't usually mind overtime. It's like... Um, I don't recommend you drive while we do this. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm I'm, I'm parked up now. Thanks, you know, Chef Popeyes. My name is Diane Coffee, and I'm from Tacoma today. May I have a fish sandwich, please? No, 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 no. Oh, just one fish sandwich. That'll be all. 480, please, for Thank you. Thank you. You know, I can see you. I know you're ordering food, but on this interview. No, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I just, I'm parked up. I'm, I'm in my car right now. I can see that you're ordering a fish sandwich at McDonald's while you're doing this interview with me. No, no, I'm not ordering anything. If I was, I'd be at Popeye's, because, but. I'm, I heard you ask for a fish sandwich. He's messing with her, right? Yeah. Has to be. Has to be. Like, he's messing with Still funny. <laughs> but he's messing with it. No, I'd be, I'd be Popeyes. <laughs> uh, here is a bridal party's limo that caught on fire in Las Vegas mm. on the way to the wedding. No. This is from the news here. This is from Fox 5 Las Vegas. A stretched limo with a wedding party inside caught fire on the I-15 between Sahara and Spring Mountain. It was traumatic. As soon as the air conditions kicked in, it, they popped. That's when they knew there was something wrong. According to Las Vegas Fire and Rescue, the limo driver quickly pulled over and everyone jumped out. Elsa's husband, Felix, tells us what happened next. It was engulfed in smoke. It was a matter of minutes to where you saw flames inside the cab and then the windows blew. Oh, my. Yeah, that'll put a damper on your magical day. Wow. That's crazy. Is there drama at every wedding in some form or fashion? (laughs) Right. Like, it It probably small, big. Did you have any drama at yours? Not that I can think of. No, it went pretty smooth sailing. Hmm. I, I I don't think it's at every wedding. I was reading a story. That I have two things I'm going to pivot off this one with. The next one will be fire because of that, but this one's first. I was reading a story about the, the two of the bridesmaids getting into a fist fight outside the wedding, and they had, somebody recorded it. <laughs> they started arguing, and they went outside and, and threw down. Oh. Two bridesmaids. <laughs> Why would you do that? You're taking the all everything yeah. away from the bride. It's not your day. The other one was because this car caught on fire. Reminded me, did you guys see the house that had the fireworks in it? No. That, ex- that exploded? No. 
is, is bad news. Ooh. Like they were just being stored <sighs> there? Right, Mike? They weren't they off? being stored there? Yeah. yeah, and so the people died. Dang. Oh. The house blew up. It was People were calling 911. It was just this massive fire because of that. Okay. I'm, I don't, all I have is sparklers. Right now you have sparklers? At my house. Why are you holding on to sparklers? No, they were sent to me as part of somebody's like book launch because it's something fun. And I have them in, I don't know, in a cabinet. Yeah, so I, should, I have a box of major fireworks. Yeah, I do too. Like, so, still in well, my listen, garage. this isn't a box. This is a massive okay. story here. Okay. okay. Where the ha- they had so much. Um, I saw that last night too. But Man. I bet a lot of people have bunches of fireworks in their garage if they save it. Yeah. Yeah, but again, guys, this was a massive <laughs> this amount. Is a okay, lot, so, a lot. This is different. Oh, sorry. Than just now I'm just concerned. A few uh, pops. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Snap ones. <laughs> La- lamest firework was, was it the snakes? Snake. The Eli snakes pretty bad. The smoke bomb's pretty dumb, too. Smoke bombs were awesome. Really? Yes. They, they did what they said they were going yeah. to do. Like, you lit them and they were smoke everywhere. Yeah. The snakes were so dumb. You light them and they grow. Yep. No, no, done. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. We bought a bunch of those, though. Well, big night over at the Amy household. Big birthday dinner. Yes. <laughs> I'm not supposed to bring anything. No. I kind of helped <laughs> a little bit of the organization of it. Oh, really? Okay. I'm, I mean, I'll, we'll, we'll bring a gift. Well, you don't even have to bring that. Well, we already have that. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for your help with it. Let me tell you, too. Thank you for making this an early dinner. Oh, well, I asked my husband. I wasn't even for sure about the time. He's the one that was coordinating with you and Mm -hmm. whoever else. And I said, so what time is it? Like 5.36. And he's like, oh, no, everyone's supposed to get here at 5. And then we eat before 5.30 or so. You were definitely part of the planning That's my favorite song. Is that the part that you dictated? (laughs) That's my favorite song of the day. Amy's saying that right there. No, I mean, it's early. Because I think he knew I just want, yeah, it's like a, I didn't want to make a big deal. So it's a early bird special. (laughs) No, it's not an early bird special. It's, and I had nothing to do with it. But I think he also knows we wake up early in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. But then tonight we have, me and a group of friends have, it's basically a fantasy football draft, but of NCAA teams. And so we're doing that late tonight as well. So then you'll, you, no problem. Mm-hmm. You will not miss that. Mm, Guarantee. Tomorrow, the real tournament starts. There are a couple games today if you want to bet them. Okay. But they're just kind of the playing games. Yeah. Yeah. I have to, I have to figure out, I have this thing with my license though. Once I really started entering info into the apps, I might have to use somebody else's license. Hmm? Well, you know, remember I Well, lost- that doesn't seem legal. Yeah. No, I mean, I can just get my husband to sign up for it, and then I'll bet mm. using his stuff. It's legal. We're in the same household. It's a thing. Remember I lost it, and you have to be proved that you're able to... Did you have to take a picture of your license? Probably. Okay, yeah. Because it's a legitimate site. So I have an old expired paper one just to, like, prove that I have a driver's <laughs> license. I tried, take that one. I tried to photograph it. It didn't work. <laughs> they, they rejected me. So I was like, okay, what about a passport? They're like, no... <laughs> So I'll get there. I do want to make bets, though. Okay. Yeah. And that's the DraftKings Sportsbook Yeah. Yes. Because there are mm-hmm. two different ones. There's DraftKings yeah. for fantasy. Then we do DraftKings Sportsbook as well. And if you're in a state that has gambling, put a few bucks on some games. It's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, it's going to be great. Are you getting in the draft tonight? Uh, yes, of course. I mean, I, I'm just going to sit and kind of watch. And if there's a, an opportunity for me to bet a few dollars, well, I you, will. You try to get a team. I know, dude. Yeah. But you guys... Ugh. Well, listen, we got real sports people in tonight. We got real sports people. We got people with deep pockets, so I'm a little worried. Matt Jones from Kentucky Sports Radio. We got Buddy from The Ringer. Like, it's real sports people hopping in this tonight. Okay. Um, This is going to be fun. Yeah, so we're doing that on Zoom tonight. Oh, okay. I didn't know if it was in person, but Zoom makes sense. Everybody's all over the country. Yeah. Um, That's what's up here. Amy's party. 
NCAA tournament starts tomorrow. And Arkansas plays tomorrow right after the show. Basically, it's like I'm like waking up and watching a game, which is annoying. They like to be like late <laughs> afternoon, evening. Um, yeah, so if they win tomorrow, I will go in Indianapolis on Sunday. If they lose, I will cry and not come to work all next week. Oh, my. I know. Cool. Okay. Bye, everybody. Uh, the Bobby Bones Show.